Welcome to Enchenio and Strength Podcast. This is a podcast to help new and aspiring entrepreneurs get your business off the ground with simple, easy, and effective mindset and business strategies. I am your host, Maria C. Krause. I love music, and I'm fully aware that I can't sing, but I do it anyways. It's the little things in life that spark my soul. I'm fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I also love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I bring special guests from all over the world, from different backgrounds and niches of expertise, who share their unique story and their most valuable tools, tips, and strategies to help you become more successful in all areas of your life. We cover everything from branding, mindset tools, Facebook ads, how to start a podcast, how to build a Facebook group, you name it. We're here to help you and empower you to build a life and business you always dreamed of. Enjoy this week's episode. Oh, hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Antonio and Estrange podcast for spiritual entrepreneurs. And today we have, all the way from England, from London, we have Emily Tyson. Hi, Emily, how are you? Hi, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Oh, I love, love, love that accent. I'm very good. <laughs> <laughs> and yours is so lovely as well. Emily is a purpose and side hustle coach. Uh, she has been a contributor for our online magazine, Antonio and Estrange, and that's how we met online. And she's here today to share her story and tell us a little bit more about what she does and how she helped women start their own business as well. So, uh, Emily, yeah, start telling us about yourself. Yeah, so I am a purpose and side hustle coach and I help women who are feeling stuck in their career to start a side hustle and design their future full of joy and fulfillment. And as a bit of a background, before having this coaching business that I have now, I worked in marketing and advertising for over seven years as a graphic designer and a project manager. And I've had three side hustles over the years. And I turned this coaching business that was a side hustle into a full-time business. Mm -hmm. um, and I've always just known that, you know, I would have my own business one day um, and I never really felt fully aligned with the nine to five and I love a side hustle because you know you can make extra money and it's a creative outlet and a way to find fulfillment in areas that your nine to five isn't giving you and that is really what kind of drew me to start a side hustle in the first place. Awesome. I love it. I had a, I had a guest before she had a side hustle for seven years. She had it for seven years until she finally fall, fall on. Because it was that sometimes you start something, but you know, you got like more responsibilities in your job, depending on what job you have, and you can't go fully on. But you did last year. You had no yeah. choice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So last year, um, I was working as a graphic designer in the hospitality industry. And as we know, COVID hit and everything, you know, um, was up in the air. I was made redundant. And for me, it was a wake up call to be like, okay, I'm just going to do this now. I'm going to really take my side hustle seriously. I was lucky enough that my, um, my job role was transferable. Uh, so I managed to get some freelance work as a designer while I was building this side hustle. And then I took it full time at the start of this year. Um, but I, I completely appreciate, you know, how 
you can have a side hustle for so long because life just gets in the way. And mm-hmm. that is, I really stand for the anti-hustle approach, which is taking it slowly, you know, slow progress, making it work for you. And otherwise, if you don't, you're just going to get burnt out. And then, you know, you'll you'll get further and further away from turning it into a full-time business if that's what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my my approach last year. The the freelance jobs that I had were quite stressful. Um, they were, you know, working long hours and within agencies where people wear their stress badges as a badge of honor and you get rewarded for it. And I just knew that I didn't want to run my side hustle in that way. And I certainly didn't want to run my full-time business in that way. So yeah, it probably took me a bit longer to set up than it would if you had, you know, all the time in the world to focus on it. But that's kind of the point in having a side hustle is you can fit it in, into your life around Mm -hmm other commitments so yeah and, and did you always start it as as coaching or did you start with something different when you in your first side hustle because some people start with you know selling products or you know maybe I don't know Mary Kay or uh, forever living or essential oils yours was directly yeah. coaching always no so yeah <laughs> I I started my first side hustle um back in 2017 um, was actually a health food business and it was a FODMAP friendly granola brand and um, I ran that for two years and then decided that it wasn't for me anymore so then I started website design because of my design background and I love website design and actually last year I my side hustle was a website design and coaching business because I have my coaching qualification too. So I wanted to combine the two. And then as time went on, you know, you, you realize like your path and you realize what lights you up and what you're, you really, really want to do. And for me, that was coaching, coaching, coaching just lights me up in a way that website design doesn't. And I still love it. So I have created these website templates that I do offer as part of my coaching package, but they're templates as kind of a passive income. So everything's there, the template, the Mm -hmm. tutorials, and that's my way of kind of keeping the website design there because I do love it, but it's not custom one-to-one anymore. Um, So yeah, it's been quite a transition. (laughs) I love that. I mean, it is. It's it's interesting how you start with one thing and it leads you to something completely different, right? That you yeah. might have never thought about it before. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. And it is funny how when you look back, you think, oh, okay, you know, this is why I was drawn to this or yeah. this came to my life for this yeah. reason. And yeah, yeah I, I, I can't remember which podcast episode it was, but one of your guests was talking about this and how they had had so many ideas and business um, businesses and 
it's it is just something like when you are an entrepreneur you do have so many creative ideas and you have like a journey of just trying new things and starting new things until you just find what you want to do and mm-hmm. I think that's fine you know how how do you know what you're here to do if you haven't tried all the things that you want to try I'd love that I love that you know especially for people who are they try really hard, right? And they might go like five years on trying on the same business and they're not going anywhere. Yeah, probably like personally, they're growing, they're learning more things, but business-wise, they're not going anywhere. And sometimes we have to learn that maybe that's not where we're supposed to be. That, you know, okay, we got whatever we got from there. We learn as much as we can and let's try something different. You know, because I think that plays the stubbornness as well. And you're like, yeah, but I know how to do this. And you're like, but I really try it. So there's a thin line between, okay, is this really what I want to do? Is it not working because I'm missing something? Or is it not working because I should be doing something else, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's what it was like for me with with my first business. Um, I got to the point where I had two options. One was to scale up because... I was at the point where I couldn't do it all on my own anymore. So I would have had to take out a big loan or, you know, tried to get investment or I at the same time was offered a full-time nine to five job. And I decided that this nine to five was more, was right for me at this particular moment in mm-hmm. time. And now at the time I I was feeling, you know, yeah, all those feelings, feeling like, oh, is this the right thing? Am I a failure? Am I, why am I giving up? But now when I look back, I realize that it just wasn't right. And all of that, you know, has contributed to my business now, all of that learning. Yeah. And it's not a failure. I I loved it. You know, I had the best time and it just naturally kind of ended in, yeah. in the right way. In the yeah. right way, exactly. Well, your face lights up every time you say, like, you're coaching now, though. And that's what I love. <laughs> yeah, knowing that, okay, when will you have to let go of one thing in order to make room for another one? And I think that comes to business as well, right? It's, yeah. It's knowing that part. Because I know for a lot of people, it's like, okay, they try, they try, they try. And they're like, okay, I'll try, you know. And then they go into this negative mindset of going like okay feeling like crap because they think they might have failed on something they might have missing something what what's everybody else doing that they're not doing and maybe it's that yeah you shouldn't be doing what everybody else is doing (laughs) you should be doing something completely different yeah yeah And, and it's hard like you know when you you know you you attract what you focus on so if you're looking on social media if you're looking on Instagram you're probably seeing people who are doing similar things to you and there's a lot of noise and it can be really distracting because you're thinking well I'm not doing that or I don't want to do that but should I and you know the answer is probably no if it doesn't feel right to you then you know you're not going to get the best results out of it so yeah it's really it's yeah there's a lot that goes into the mindset of yeah a business yeah oh, but I like that it's, it's that because you think about like okay should I and I remember watching little videos and it's like you know these are the strategies to make money 
And I'm looking at it and like the first reaction is like, you know, okay, I'm going to watch it. And then I'm like, oh no, you know what? Another one of this videos. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, it's not, it's not that it's like the mind, they were going to tell me the same thing that I already know that I don't like doing anyways, you know, uh, and, and still claim this is the only way you can make money when it's like, no, but I have been making money without doing that, you know, <laughs> that, yeah. you know, and what is it right for you? Emily, for how would you tell somebody to start a side hustle? You know, because is that a lot of people, let's say if you start with products, especially, you know, a lot of people is like, oh, my God, that's a that's a scam. That's like a pyramid scam. That doesn't work. <laughs> I'm, I'm imitating the voices of my friends when I started my MLM company. Well, I started, I joined a, a network marketing company. Because that was the first thing, you know, especially because they tell you, it's like, oh, go speak to all your friends and, you know, everybody, you know, <laughs> and, try, and try to see if they're interested. And they're like, no, I'm not. And you're in a pyramid scheme. That's not going to work. They're just taking your money. <laughs> but, you know, but for how do you how did you how would you start with somebody who wants to start a side hustle? Work with a client. Yeah. So first, I would say what why why do you want to start a business and that can be so deep it can be you know more than just making extra money sometimes it is you know I want to make some more money an extra income but mostly it's because someone wants to have a full-time business at the end of it or you know they want to um design a future for them that then fits around their life like mm -hmm. for example um, I have a client who is planning a family in the future and so what they're doing now working on this business is for that is so when that happens when they have this family they can then still work and have this business at the same time and I think that's so great and so my first question is what's your why and connect to that what's your mission and yeah I mean this can be um designing the future that you want or being more creative or a number of reasons really um and then the next thing I always say is choose joy in everything you do and this is to me this is the anti-hustle approach because Joy is, you know, finding joy in how you run your business and when you run your business. So to me, that is not, I mean, this might bring joy to some people, but this doesn't bring joy to me is working till 1am every night and waking up at 4am every morning. You know, I don't <laughs> think that brings a lot of people that much joy. Um, so, so it's finding a way to kind of make it work for you and, if that means you can only do 20 minutes a day or an hour a week, then that's better than nothing. I meant to ask you that. What would you tell somebody who says, oh, I don't have time, you know, and but of course, they still, still complain about the job they have, the life they live, and they want to do it. But it's that I have where do you fit all that? How do you manage all that? Uh, yeah, we all have 24 hours as well. Yeah. <laughs> We do, yes. Um, and well, to that, I mean, time 
is an excuse. You know, time is a real thing and and people do have more time than others. You know, that's a fact, like depending on your schedule, depending on your commitments, there are some people with less time than others, but it is also a bit of an excuse. And a lot of that, a lot of what goes into that is things like fear and procrastination and Mm -hmm. perfectionism because you know if you spend this time that you don't really have on something that might fail then like that's scary you know um but I also work with clients to create more time and what I mean by that is looking at their schedule and how they can fit it in so literally just going through the schedule and being like (laughs) how much time do you need you know and then fitting it in where it works and I think a lot of people when they say I don't have time it's because they haven't actually sat down and had a look at their schedule and they haven't planned ahead and so this is you know it can be quite a quick fix if you're prepared and you really really want to make that change Mm -hmm. let's say limiting your 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 time to certain things that don't bring you any productivity I'll say I probably like watching Netflix and things like that instead of watching Netflix every day for like a marathon of series watch it once a once a week once a week you're like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna disconnect now I'm gonna switch off and I'm just gonna do nothing and watch this and not nourish my brain that day or <laughs> nourish it in a different way <laughs> because you can yeah. as well you know <laughs> yeah no definitely yeah exactly that and for me like when I when I was building my side hustle I I am a morning person I'm not an evening person so you know I would then just wake up a little bit earlier than I normally would and it wouldn't be every day it would be like a few times a week you know mm-hmm. so it's working out whether you are a morning person. Are you more productive in the morning or the evening? Because everyone's different. So there's no point me sitting here and saying, you have to wake up at 5am because that's just not going to work for some people. So it's about just trying that and trying, set your alarm for say 5.30, 6am, whatever time is a little bit earlier than you normally would. Try that for two weeks and then try it in reverse and try working and scheduling time in the evenings and just see how much you're getting done mm-hmm. and see, are you actually being more productive? Because, you know, being productive is not scheduling time and then sitting at the computer, not doing anything. <laughs> so, it's about, you know, just like monitoring how much are you getting done and what's your energy like and how do you feel about this schedule? Yeah. And that's how then you can start to plan it, plan it into your Okay. It, took, it took me, I think, two years to finally say, okay, that doesn't work for me when it came to like the early morning, you know, because I remember, especially in Australia, like we have such a different time zone difference that I will have to get up really, really early to be able to work with clients there or, or record a podcast. And I remember it was, it was one lady in particular, I really liked her and like we kept missing each other. And I think it happened to the third time. And I was like, I can't do this. I'm like, I'm being, I'm being of the service of the other person. You know, it's not fair on them. 
And I'm like, I don't function in the morning as well. <laughs> like I am, I am completely useless, but not in, you know, I'm useless when it comes to business in the morning. With other things, I'm like, yeah, let's go to the gym. Let's do this. Let's do that, you know? But yeah. it, it's important because I remember saying that it was like, people were like, oh, let's do the 5 a.m. club. And I'm like, I am not getting up at five o'clock in the morning. And if you want to do it, go ahead. I'll cheer you up from here when I get up. But it's not, as you said, people have different, different, um, different things to do during the day as well. It's like people who have children, they have a different schedule. People who don't, they have a different schedule. If you have a job, you have a different schedule. So certain things don't, are not the same for everybody in particular. Yeah. Yeah. And that comes into, you know, finding joy in it because like you probably, you know, you could do 5am club, but it's not going to bring you joy. No. So <laughs> don't do it. You know? oh, it didn't. It did. But you know what the word, I think the worst part of all of it is like people were really being people who were in the 5am club. They were, they were, they thought I was lazy for not being in the 5am club. And that's why something that I, that I think that was the main reason why I was like, I don't want to be in a club in this one in particular, that I'm not going to respect the fact that I'm not a 5am person, you know, but at least give me, I, I would have given it the chance, but for the fact that you're telling me I'm lazy, I'm like, I'm not lazy. I'm like, that's something you see because you need all that time to do certain things. But, it, you know, yeah. it's, it's people that gets up and they need their time to wake up. You know, and yeah. there's other people that it's like, oh, get up, shower, boom, and you're out the door, you know, and you're ready to do things. But other things, like I have my sister. My sister needs two hours to actually be fully awake in the world, you know, it's just like a whole morning routine. And I respect that. I'm, I'm in the other hand, I'm like 10 minutes and I'm like, okay, what are we doing? What needs to be done? And I'm, I'm ready, you know, but yeah, each to their own. Emily, yeah. I want to ask you this because, you know, it, there's the word hustle and there's the word hustle. Hustle and hustle. <laughs> so mm-hmm. how do we work on a side hustle without hustling? Because I know you mentioned joy. You mentioned, you know, being very passionate about what you do. But there's also this perception or this idea that in order for us to bring our business forward, to be successful, that we have to work extra, extra hard because, as you know, people measure their success based on their accomplishment or their their productivity so how we differentiate these two in order to build something that we really love and not end up burning out or hating it yeah so um I'm all about the side hustle without the hustle it doesn't have a very good ring to it to me that means um going back to the joy element it's about fitting it in to work for you and it's about you know in terms of marketing for example there are so many different forms of marketing and what we were saying earlier about how there's so much noise and people saying do this to get clients or do this to um, grow your business and it's not a one-size-fits-all so it's about really listening to yourself and your intuition and finding something finding a way to make it 100% aligned so that the energy you're putting out is attracting the right people back Mm -hmm. and to me hustle you know I've I've hustled I've been there I've worked in advertising it's very hustly (laughs) and it it just it leaves you feeling exhausted and yeah it's 
it it just is uh, I find when I've been in an environment like that it's very toxic and I have been burnt out and that to me you know when you when you experience burnout you can't do anything you're 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 literally like it what it made me physically ill and then I couldn't do anything on my business and I knew in in my head I knew like there's something wrong with this you know this is not this is not right like why why would I want to be making myself physically ill Mm -hmm. and trying to prove something but yeah to me running a side hustle in an anti-hustle way is about doing it slowly and Mm -hmm. you know and leaning into that feminine energy listening to your intuition and it does feel weird at first because if you're (laughs) used to that hustle culture if you are used to that environment and that kind of masculine energy of like we must have do 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 yeah yeah exactly if you're used to that then it can feel really weird when you don't do that and certainly like in the beginning of my business I felt like oh well this isn't going to be successful because I'm not working all the hours and I'm not actually stressed out so I'm doing something wrong and it it's that's not that's not true and I have learned that along the way and I'm still learning, you know, because it is, it's hustle culture is something that is ingrained in most people. It's in our, it's in our society, it's in our culture. So, you know, growing up with that and living however many years that you've lived with that, it's, it takes a while for it to, to be unlearned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I really value rest rest days and I I do actually schedule rest time into my day every single day and at first that felt so weird and I (laughs) I felt like I felt really guilty for you know reading a book or or going for a walk at lunchtime something that I had never done when I worked in a nine-to-five and yeah and then I and then I just realized well no, I, I actually need this because I can show up better in my business and I am getting the results that I want. So mm-hmm. actually there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's good though. It's good. You need to reset. I think we all do, especially so it's like you start and you sit there and you sit for hours and it's not that you're doing work. You're just probably staring at the laptop and going like, oh, I want to be somewhere else. So be somewhere else. <laughs> it's fine yeah and it's not going your business is not going to go anywhere that's that's the truth and so and also if you think about your say if you work um in the nine to five or I mean is it ever really a nine to five (laughs) I have never worked in a nine to five um (laughs) but when when you're there you know you're not actually working eight hours because you're looking out the window you're daydreaming so you probably actually are only working about five hours so then when you take that into your business and you take that into consideration then it makes sense to be you know, you're probably more focused anyway, because it's something that you want to do. So mm. you work five hours, and then you spend the rest of the time, you know, going for a walk or having a bath or whatever you, you know, whatever yeah. you want to do. And you shouldn't feel guilty for it, because you would be doing that anyway, in, 
in a day job, but you'd just oh, be staring God. out the window instead. <laughs> oh my God. I wish I would have known all this when I started my business. Because I remember I used to I was used to work three times a week. I used to have a job, um, you know, a job that paid for my business and my bills until I start making money but I remember the rest of the days because I'm like okay I have to I have to take advantage and use these days and I will sit there for 12 hours straight sometimes 14 hours completely forget to eat right and this is when I drank wine as well so I completely forgot to eat by the time nighttime came, I was like okay I'll open a bottle of wine so I was wrecked and I was like needless to say I was I was drunk by after I have a glass of wine, you know, but that was like the four days that I wouldn't go to work. And that was my constant, like that went on for a year and a half until I crushed and burned completely. And I was like, I am never doing that to myself again, ever. But I used to pat myself on the shoulder. I'm like, yeah, 12 hours. Yeah, you did it. Like, no. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's just something that we've unhealthy. And yeah, it's. It, I honestly don't know where it's come from, but I mean, yeah, when I, when I first, um, when I first moved to London, I came here because I wanted to have a career and I thought it was the right thing to do. And everyone around me was, you know, working all the hours and not like, I would only hang out with the people I worked with because I didn't mm-hmm. have time to hang out with anyone else. And that, that was really normal for me. And yeah, it, it, it took me moving I moved to Australia and I I experienced like a different kind of work-life balance and culture and way of living and then moving back to London I've took all of that kind of stuff that I've learned that work-life balance and I've tried to incorporate it here in London but I see it all around me and all my friends still still work like that and yeah it's it's uh yeah it's it's toxic it's toxic but you do you end up hanging out with the people from work and some of them might be lovely but you end up talking about work either you like it or not so you're that's all it all revolves around that and you try to bring people out of the different conversation and some of them wouldn't know what to talk about so they bring it back to work and I I know the feeling exactly Emily like (laughs) I was like I don't want to talk about work anymore (laughs) and then something else will come up and work comes there again but it is you just it's like you keep going on circles and circles and circles and you know know, you're not bringing anything new to your life but as you said you felt that was the normal that was that that was the normal everybody does it so it's normal not normal guys not normal it's not and I actually had a friend say to me the other day that um she was moaning about her job and how stressful it was and she said you know but everyone hates their job don't they and I said I don't I love I love my job (laughs) I love my business and you know like it doesn't have to be like this if you you know it doesn't have to be so yeah no, yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, not always is roses, but most of the time it is. And when it's not used, as you say, you go for a walk, you go read a book, you yeah. take a bath and you're like, okay, let's disconnect a little bit. <laughs> so yeah. you, do, you have the choice the to walk day, away. Yeah, the hard days seem so much easier when it's your thing. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, like everyone has ups and downs and hard days and good days, definitely. But when you have going back to like connecting with your why and connecting with your mission when you have that mm-hmm. it all feels much bigger than you and so yeah. you're, you're you you know that you're working towards something whereas my friend who 
hates her job, what's she working towards? She's working to climb the ladder, but then what? You know, yeah. it's, yeah. And that's yeah. fine. That's that's fine for some people. Um, but, yeah. It's, Not for me. <laughs> yeah. Not for me. <laughs> I know exactly. I'm like, when I remember what I was telling you, I went to college and then I tried to look for a job in like nine to five. And I was like... <gasps> is this what people do? I was like, if I start with this money now, and then in order to have the money that I want, I have to keep knocking people on the, on, on the ladder, you know, and then that probably be like 20 years till I get where I want to get. And I'm like, hell no, <laughs> like, I'm not going there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was like, you know, the whole beside, like the whole picture was in my head. And I was like, no, that's not happening. No, I can't see myself doing that. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emily, thank you so much for being with us. And Nabi, thanks so much for sharing your story. I love that. I love how something from going from redundancy brought you where you are today, from selling granola brought you where you are today. So it's just those, those little opportunities that come into life that you're like, oh, should I be doing that? And you're like, you know what? Let's give it a go. You know, we don't know where it's going to it's going to bring us. So thank you so much for, for choosing though, what you chose and for being today with us to share it. If anybody wants to reach out, get to know you better, work with you, where they can find you, hon? So my website is emily-tyson.com and mm -hmm. my Instagram is underscore Emily Tyson. Okay, perfect. Yeah, that's easy. I'll, I'll put it on the thread anyways. And yeah, and check her website. She's got the templates. If you want to go look in there, they're lovely and, and her work as well. Emily, before we wrap up, I'd like to ask you, what is the biggest lesson you learned from the moment you were made redundant till till now, till today? Yeah. You can share with someone else. For me, it's have patience because that is something that I didn't have, you know, coming <laughs> from that background of, of wanting everything to happen now and, and seeing things, seeing results straight away. So when you start something new, have patience because it's not going to happen straight away, but it is inevitable that success will happen for you if you just keep going. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think most people can kind of relate this to something in their life. Like, for example, it could be learning a language or playing an instrument. And, you know, that feeling of frustration that you're not seeing the results right now. And then one day it just clicks and everything falls into place. And it's the same, you know, with business, it, it is, it's hard, but have patience because it will happen. Yeah. I think that's the biggest, I think that's the biggest virtue we can learn. Listening and being patient is two of the biggest things that we can learn as entrepreneurs. <laughs> Once you nail those two, you're, it's gold. <laughs> thank you. Emily, thank you very much. And thanks everybody for listening. If you have any questions, I'll drop your comments. If you want to learn more about Emily, just let us know and reach out to her. I said, I'll drop everything on the thread. It's easy. You can find her on Instagram at Emily, Emily Tyson. Easy peasy. But Emily, thank you so much for being on with us again. And thank you for everything you do. Thank you so much. Okay, love you. So we'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions. So drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. 
I am Maria C. Krause, and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms, or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause, or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, life, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are. Bye.